Tiger fans, you've probably seen Fort Hay State University license plates on vehicles around town. These official State of Kansas Tiger tags not only show your Tiger pride, but they also support student scholarships. Getting your own Tiger tag is quick, easy, and every tag generates money for student scholarships. Visit fhsualumni.com slash drive or contact the alumni office to learn more. Again, that's fhsualumni.com slash drive. Go Tigers! Time for Tiger Talk on the Tiger Sports Network. Tiger Talk, live from Tiger Club, inside the Robin Center on the Fort Hayes State Campus. It's brought to you by these premier Tiger sponsors. Golden Belt Bank of Hayes and Ellis. Banking one story at a time. The Hayes Med Orthopedic Institute. Expertise, technology, compassion. All right here. Adams Brown, Strategic Allies and CPAs, going above and beyond for you. BTI, your John Deere dealer, with locations in Buckland, Great Bend, Greensburg, Hoxie, Mass City, and Pratt. BTI, our family in partnership with your family. The Taco Shop, dine-in, carry-out, or delivery. Since 1970, you've never had it so good. And Eagle, our community connected. Tiger Talk with the voice of the Tigers, Gerard Welbrock. And good afternoon and <clears throat> welcome into Tiger Talk. This is uh, a big program today, our crossover program. First one of the year. We're going to talk some basketball. Head men's coach Mark Johnson joining us. We'll get to him here in just a little bit. The Tigers opening up their season with an exhibition game tonight in Lawrence against the Kansas Jayhawks. We're going to talk some women's soccer as uh, Tyson John will join us. They're gearing up for the MIAA tournament with a home match on Friday. Of course, uh, four-day state volleyball and football with head coach Chris Brown. We're certainly glad to have you a part of it here on this Wednesday. And as we always say, we'd love to have you participate. You can email us your question. All you have to do is go to the four-day state athletics website, fhsuathletics.com. Click on fans. You'll get that drop-down menu and you'll see ask the coach. And of course, if we use your question, you'll be registered for a chance to win a t-shirt from the four-day state athletic department. And of course, our in-house crowd love to have questions from you as well. You can submit it there at your table. And of course, we always invite you to join Tiger Club. You can be a part of the fun every Wednesday. Uh, your uh, donation goes toward athletic scholarships. It's $100. And then uh, buy your meal on Wednesdays. You can be a part of the fun here every Wednesday as we talk Fort Hayes State sports uh, on Tiger Club with Tiger Talk. Before we talk basketball, real quick, cross-country, Jason McCullough normally in the first segment. Uh, they were off this past weekend gearing up for regionals. They'll be in Joplin, Missouri on Saturday for the Division II Central Regionals. Hopefully a good day of running for them, and we'll get an update next week and see how many qualify for the national meet. All right, we're going to bring in head men's basketball coach Mark Johnson. I know you got to get on the road here quickly uh, to head to Lawrence to take on Kansas, but Hard to believe it's a it's another season upon us. Uh, tough challenge here tonight, but uh, uh, some excitement as always going into the the new college basketball season, which has arrived. Yeah, the off season comes at you quick. You don't feel like you, it's not quite the off season it used to be. With now the more time we can spend with our players in the postseason, and then when they get here and the and school starts, so we're we've been going at it quite a bit. So, um, but I, they're tired of. of banging heads against each other. You know, we were supposed to scrimmage Colorado Mines uh, this past weekend, and it got canceled because of the weather in Denver. So, I mean, they're just wanting to play someone else. Um, 
unfortunately for it has to be KU as somebody else, you know what I mean? But it'll be a great experience for our guys. It always is. We talk about it every time. It's more about the experience. It's being in, getting to play against those level of players in that arena with that type of crowd, that type of atmosphere. It's really more about that experience than anything else. Our goal for our players always is just go there, play. Don't let them play harder than you. Don't let them be more physical than you and try to do as many right things as you can. The results are the results. Don't get caught up in the results. Just get caught up with what we can control um, every possession. It's good for us in the fact that we're going to face adversity, and, and you never know with your team how they're going to respond to adversity, and, and we're going to see a lot of adversity tonight. So that's also good to, to get our guys to see how we're going to respond uh, when things get uh, – uh, challenging. It'll definitely be challenging. And, and th- those games are tough. You're never going to face a team. At least you hope you don't face a team with their size and just what you face tonight. You don't face it any other time this year. So uh, it, it, it's you don't get a good sense of maybe what you're going to do during the rest of the year. But as, but as you said, it's for the experience and all of that stuff. Yeah, it's a jump shooting game. I mean, we can't take away their inside and their perimeter. So you start the game off trying to take away their inside and hope they're missing shots. <laughs> and then for us, I mean, we feel like we have some guys, Elijah, Caleb, they can get to the rim and finish that's going to be a challenge tonight Uh, we feel like we have one or two guys that maybe we can throw it into the post a little bit more at times this year that's going to be hard to do tonight. So I think, you know, it's it's all about a jump shooting. We make them shoot jump shots, and we're going to get mostly jump shots. And, and if you hit them, you, you hang around and be competitive. If you don't, it, it, it's a struggle. I think the biggest thing for us is uh, the disappointment of not having our scrimmage. Your new guys always think they're running back on defense hard enough, and you need to have that first game to show them on film that, look, this is what we're talking about. You think you're running back, but you're really not. And tonight we're going to play the fastest team we play all year. So that's our, my biggest fear, concern, is are we going to get back in transition enough? Because a lot of times new guys need to see it on film before they believe it. And uh, we didn't have that opportunity. So it'll be interesting how well we sprint back on defense time and time. I know that sounds like just a uh, mundane thing, but it's not. A lot of your, tr- your big guys want to trail with their big guy and think they're doing right instead of getting five guys back, helping your point guard slow the ball down and transition and, and things like that. So uh, hopefully we'll be able to get some things accomplished in a positive manner for us. Yeah, your team is interesting. You look at it, you have a lot of firepower back from really the last couple of years, but yet you've got as many new faces on your roster as you've had in quite some time. It's, a, it's an interesting mix of returners, but yet a lot of new guys who I know you're expecting some big things from. Yeah, it's it's probably been a little bit slower. You know, the last couple of years, I think last year we had four, three or four new guys. The year before that, we only had two, and one of them, only one of them, was going to play. The other was going to redshirt, and so now six of our fourteen are new. So it is a uh, much slower process. Probably having to go back to what it usually is most seasons. <laughs> you know, I think the last couple seasons have been kind of uh, un, you know unusual for us, and the fact that not very many new guys and guys knew kind of what they were doing, what was expected from day one. So this has probably been a little bit more challenge uh, for us uh, and all that. But I think we do have enough returners that kind of helps with that. You know, uh, we have six um, six guys back that played decent minutes uh, from a year ago. Uh, we have a couple other guys that uh, redshirted that at least were in practice every day. I know this will be new game situation. Um, but uh, we got to get some of our new guys. Like You know, you got to go in there and like I always say, you know, Minutes are earned, not given, and we probably have a couple of our big guys need to earn more minutes than what they're going to get tonight, <laughs> if that makes sense. It's nothing there. It's just new. they got to figure out how to play hard at the right level, how to do things right. Everything matters. Every possession matters. What you do on, on every time down the floor makes a difference in our success or failure. 
and they're just not quite there yet, um, but they need to get there, and hopefully they can because we're going to need a couple of these guys to, to, like I said, be a significant contributor, and, and right now we're going to have to rely more on our returners until those guys get up to speed. Obviously, Caleb's had a, a great career up to this point and uh, excited to see what this year brings, but you've really had to rely on him a lot. He has logged a lot of minutes, and I think you even said it uh, at Media Day a little bit, how you, you maybe saw the effects in the get toward the end of the year and postseason, uh, just the, the minutes. Hopefully some of these new guys can maybe – I mean, even if it's a couple of minutes a game, that, that's huge throughout the course of the year if you can get him just a little bit of a, bre- a breather throughout the games. Yeah, it would help. You know, I think he was second in the country last year in minutes played, and, and, and that's a, a lot for any position, but a point guard position. You know, we've got to stop the ball and transition, play good defense, and then get the ball out, push it down the floor, and then kind of run our offense. So we're lucky he has a motor and has mm-hmm. toughness to fight through that. And I think as you look the last couple of years, and I don't know if it'll change, quite honestly. I mean, we'd like to rest him more, but it's kind of hard to do that. <laughs> not Nothing against anybody else. You just want him out there. Yeah. But we, we, we tend to start not pushing the ball as much as because one of his great attributes is his speed. But as the season progresses the last couple of years, we tend to slow down because he's tired. And he doesn't want to push the ball, and, and I understand. We don't, you know, we got to have him out there for 39 minutes, so he can't just bring the ball blazing down the court every single time. It wears him out. Uh, but it would be nice if we could get a little more, um, you know. And when I say more, I mean we're talking maybe four more <laughs> minutes in a game. But I still think that would make if we could get him down to 32 minutes, where he can rest and be at his best for 32 instead of playing 39 and being fatigued for some of those minutes. But uh, that's easier said than done, and he's kind of your security blanket. And when it's a close game, I, you know, I don't want to be talking to him on the bench. I want to be talking <laughs> to him out on the floor. So uh, we'll see if we can do that or not. You've been so good defensively the last couple of years, and you graduated some key parts of why you were. How's this group come along on that end of the floor? I know they're never to the level you're probably going to like because, I mean, you're a defensive first guy. But how, how will they come along? And is it a situation where maybe you have a little more firepower on offense? You can kind of offset that a little bit? You know, it's probably a hard judgment in the fact that we have been so good the last two years that that's, that's what you're used to seeing mm-hmm. every day, and it's we're not as good as that. But I didn't expect us to be. So um, does that mean we're bad? I hope not. It just means we're not as good as we've been. But I don't expect – you know, I say this every year when we you know uh, it's probably – gets. Oh, I probably say it too much, but like I said, we – we only see talent in one barometer. We see talent, a guy, how far, how far he, how fast he runs, how high he jumps, does all this. You're like, that guy's talented, that guy's not talented. And I always say it takes a talent to play hard. Not everybody can play hard. It takes a talent to be tough. And probably the hardest, it takes a talent to be able to execute in the moment and read situations and have a feel. And our guys the last two years just had an unbelievable ability to not only play hard and be tough, but Gabe, Ian, and, and, some, and our, some of our returners just had an unbelievable defensive feel that they could be in the right spots and anticipate what was happening. There's not a lot of guys who can do that. I don't think so. Uh, we're probably not going to be to that level, but that was the best we've ever been. <laughs> yeah. So it's kind of hard to be the best you've ever been every year in, the, in a certain category. But I think we can be better in other areas. We, I think offensively we might have a little more firepower. I think we might have the ability to rebound. I think offensively we, we should be able to be a better offensive rebounding team and get putbacks. We haven't been a very good offensive rebounding team the last few years, so that puts a lot of stress on your first shot this year. Maybe we can afford to miss some and go get it and, and lay it in. So I think this group has the ability to do some other – I mean, other things better than what we've had. Um, how much does that offset? You know, and I don't think we're going to be a bad defensive team by any means, but um, – 
that's a hard last two years, especially last year. That's a hard group to match up with on that end of the floor. We'll talk more, obviously, as we get into the season. But I want to ask before we let you go, you look at your schedule. Um, you're going to road a lot. I mean, it's probably one of the latest for your first home game to take place. You're going to get a big test next weekend in Emporia against two uh, GAC schools. But uh, your guys are going to have to figure out how to play well on the road early because you're going to be there a lot. Yeah, you know, when you play in this league, you, you can't help yourself. It's stupid. Don't look at your schedule because then it will just stress you out all the whole <laughs> offseason. But you kind of look at that, and you look between the way our non-conference has worked. We're in Emporia for two games. We play Metro State at Metro State. And then I believe uh, seven of our first 11 conference games are on the road. So to start this year, 10 of our first 14 Division II games are on the road. So uh, with a relatively new, inexperienced team to some degree, but we do have a lot, uh, we feel like, a decent enough returners to get out there. So it is, yeah, it's going to be, if we can survive the first part of the season um, and have success, you mean it's not that the schedule gets easy by any means playing in our league, but it, it gives you more opportunities. But we're really got to be in survivor mode those first 14 games and uh, – you know, and by the way, of those four games at home in that stretch, <laughs> one is Northwest yeah, Missouri State. Only preseason number best, one of the country. Yeah, the best team in the country. <laughs> so our schedule is extremely challenging to start. Uh, but you can't get caught up in that. You just, like they would say, just take them one at a time and, and just treat, keep trying to get better. All right. Sounds good. Well, we appreciate you joining us on game day today. Uh, looking forward to the experience tonight at Allen Fieldhouse. We appreciate it. Good luck this evening. And uh, looking forward to the start of some Tiger hoops. Should be a fun winner. All right. Appreciate it, Gerard. There you team. go. That is Mark Johnson. He is the head men's basketball coach at Fort Hayes State. Again, they will be in Lawrence tonight to take on Kansas. That's a 7.05 tip. Our coverage begins at 6.30. It will be televised on ESPN+. Plus. So if you're an ESPN Plus subscriber, uh, you can watch it there. If you're not, go to the Fort A. State Athletics website. There's instructions on how to download. And if you want to uh, listen to our radio call while watching it, you can sync up by downloading the TuneIn app. And then uh, whichever one's ahead, you'll pause, let the second catch up, and sync it up for the opening tip. And you can listen to the radio call while watching it on TV. Tiger Talk brought to you by Golden Belt Bank. Your life has a story. Golden Belt Bank wants to get to know that story. Golden Belt Bank. Hayes and Ellis, visit them at goldenbeltbank.com. More Tiger Talk next on the Tiger Sports Network, built by PwC. Harvest is over and the wheat is drilled. Now is the perfect time to come and see us and put your health first. My name is Devin Reed, nurse practitioner and primary care provider, inviting you to visit me at First Care Clinic on 22nd Street in Hayes. I am currently accepting patients and I want to provide you with first-class care you deserve and can expect from us. To schedule a visit with me, give us a call at 785-621-4990 or go to firstcareclinic.com to request your appointment. Let's take on your health together. Hey, Tiger fans. You've probably seen Fort Hay State University license plates on vehicles around town. These official State of Kansas Tiger tags not only show your Tiger pride, but they also support student scholarships. Getting your own Tiger tag is quick, easy, and every tag generates money for student scholarships. Visit fhsualumni.com slash drive or contact the alumni office to learn more. Again, that's fhsualumni.com slash drive. Go Tigers! BTI now delivers John Deere parts, tools, and more directly to your farm or home. Visit bti-direct.com for their full catalog. All products ship with fast, affordable shipping options. Need something delivered in a hurry? Just email orders at btiequip.com or get connected to your local BTI parts counter. That's orders at btiequip.com or visit them online at bti-direct.com. 
The passions you pursue help shape who you are and make your story brighter. At Golden Belt Bank, we support you because when you live your passions every day, your finest work unfolds. Make today the beginning of another great chapter. This is banking one story at a time. Golden Belt Bank, one story at a time. Visit goldenbeltbank.com. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. They're going to hand it off to Shane Watts. Not much running room. Now stays on his feet. He reverses direction. He's at the 45. He's at midfield. Cuts up to the 40. Breaks a tackle 35 and all the way down to the Bronco 30-yard line. 33 yards on a play that was going to be blown up in the backfield. Yeah, some of the action from Saturday. The Tiger football team with a 34-0 win over Central Oklahoma. We'll talk about that and preview a big one this week, Saturday in Warrensburg against Central Missouri with head coach Chris Brown a little bit later on in the program. But right now we're talking some women's soccer as they gear up for their postseason. Uh, they'll be at home Friday night taking on Northeastern State. We're joined by head coach Tyson John and um, – it's a grind of a season, and then you blink your eye, and next thing you know, it's postseason. That's kind of where we're at right now. Hard to believe it's this point of the year already, That's exactly but, where we're but at it right starts, now. yeah. Uh, congratulations. Uh, you get 12 wins in the regular season. First time, I think, since 2016. Obviously, would have loved to have beaten Washburn here on Friday night. 1-0, a tough loss to a really good team. But then you bounce back, got a hard-fought 1-0 win up in Kearney on less-than-ideal weather conditions to play. But uh, your team did the job to get to the 12th win, secure a three-seed going into the postseason. Yeah, I mean, that's exactly what we were looking to do. And, you know, that, they're a tough opponent. They're, they're tough to break down because they defend um, really, really hard. And then on top of it, you know, when we get there two hours before the match <laughs> and they're out there scraping snow and we didn't even know that it snowed up there. We had a little bit of flurries here, but it wasn't like it wasn't Carney. Uh, my California girl transferred in, in Florida. They're like, Coach, we've never done this before. And I said, well, you can't say that anymore because um, you're about to do it right now for about 90 minutes. So, uh, yeah, it was a good result for us. Uh, the, the one bad thing that we took away from it is, you know, third ACL of the year. Mm injuries so you know that puts more pressure and more minutes on other people and you know I, I think in my career before this year I had three people have tear ACLs over my entire career and now I've had three in one season um, and you know I was bragging at the end of last year where I was like hey we only had one injury the whole season we had somebody roll their ankle in preseason mm -hmm. and went through pretty unscathed uh, so I think I used up all my luck it sure seems that way when it comes to that. So, uh, and, it's, and it's really tough for her because she was really coming on to it. And she was a transfer from Northwest Missouri State. And so, um, you know, us finishing ahead of them and her having such a big uh, impact with our group and her not necessarily having the same mm -hmm. position there, uh, I think was really, really special. And so, you know, we're going to keep her in our thoughts and our prayers. And we're going to keep moving forward. And she's a great teammate. And so she'll be there supporting us all the way through. Well, as you said, you've had to deal with this. It's not the first time, unfortunately, and a kind of a testament to this team to be where they are to, I mean, they seem to handle those things in stride and just, you know, next woman up, I guess, so to speak, and, and, and just go out there and play. And they, they seem to handle those things about as well as you can expect because it's emotional for everybody when things like that happen. For sure. They're a tough group. Um, I think that that's, you know, the grit that we possess is kind of what makes us who we are. And that we talked about it last week week or two weeks ago um just that blue collar mentality of that hey you know it's not going to go our way we don't put our head down we keep trucking and keep moving forward because that's all that we can do let's talk about the washburn match you lose it one nil it was senior nine you had a pretty big group at, uh, that you wanted they've obviously been a part of a lot of wins uh in their time we're in the black and gold yeah i mean obviously not an ideal uh result for us they are a very good team it really came down to just a mistake 
one mistake. Um, it looked like a foul where uh, Hutch was pushed over the ball, uh, make a stabbing tackle, and then they turn around and they finish at 1v1, and we didn't create enough chances. And so if we're not going to create enough chances, that's kind of how it's going to end up. Uh, you know, we got to halftime of the Carney game. We kind of talked back about that and said, look, this is our season, and we need to come out and we need to be a two-half team because historically we have been a second-half team. And so that's something that kind of showed itself when we were playing a number six team in the country. Talk about the seniors a little bit that, that, that you honor. They've all obviously left an impact. And uh, with you being a relatively new coach to the program here, I mean, some of them were already here when you took over. Um, it, that's always a tough time, but they seem to have adjusted well to, to your style of coaching, what you've wanted to accomplish, and, and obviously the, the results on the field and the pitch have, have shown that. Yeah, I mean, just them as people alone, they're just going to be really, really tough to replace, you know, and each of them are all special in their own individual way. Um, on the field, the same. They all bring something different and uh, – you know, are a big part of us being successful. And so going out there and hitting the recruiting trail and being on the phone many hours a night, which my <laughs> wife absolutely loves. Um, yeah, we, they're just, they're going to be tough to, to, to replace. And so, you know, we'd like to keep this going for as long as we possibly can. Well, the postseason starts on Friday. The Tigers will be back at home. So a chance to see them at home one more time. Uh, Northeastern State, you beat them 2-0 in Tahlequah. That was back in mid-October. What do you remember from the first matchup? What are going to be the keys for your gals to uh, advance on to the semifinals out of the quarterfinals on Friday night? Hard work. They run a lot. Um, they're a pretty direct team, and we actually made an adjustment, you know, going into the last match. And so that was something I think that where I learned a really good lesson last year where I kind of stuck with the same style because it was like, if it's not broke, why would mm -hmm. we fix it? Um, but we're going to play with the ball less. You know, we're going to be – able to put ourselves more in situations where we're finishing the play, where we're getting corner kicks, we're getting shots on target. Um, and so this is a team that likes to be pretty direct, but we are good at defending from the front. So they have changed a little bit. They, right now they're running a 3-5-2. And so for us, we go, all right, well, we know that they have less in the back and we have the pace and we have quite a few girls that, that can run. And so we'll put it out there and let them go and get it. Obviously, the goal is to get to the uh, conference finals and try to find a way to, to win that. But beyond uh, regionals, scenarios there, and obviously these, these matches are going to be big, is to see if your season can extend past the MIAA tournament. Absolutely. I mean, I think this first one is probably the most important at the moment where we are either a four or five um, seed for the regional tournament. Um, but, yeah. With, with playing teams that don't necessarily have winning records, mm -hmm. uh, if you don't get the result, you definitely hurt your chances of that being possible. Um, but yeah, with our, I'm hoping that we play well because going into the conference tournament, I think that you know teams like UCM and Washburn and some of these sorts, if we're able to successfully change our style of play, I think we have a really good shot. All right. It's fun. Fun time of the year. It is here. looks like it'll be a little bit nicer on Friday than it was up in Cardi for you on Sunday. I'm sure everybody's excited about that, but hopefully a good crowd to, to watch your gals play in the uh, conference tournament opener in the quarterfinals, 7 o'clock against Northeastern State. Dyson, appreciate it so much for you joining us, and uh, go get those Riverhawks on Friday. Thank you very much. There you go. That is Ed with uh, Fort A. State women's soccer coach Tyson John. Again, they are in action on Friday, 7 o'clock at the FHSU Soccer Stadium. Real quick, a men's update. Uh, the Tigers on a three-match win streak. In fact, they've won four out of their last five and five of their last eight with a couple of ties in there. They were 4-1 winners over Harding uh, and uh, on Saturday. Then Thursday beat Northeastern State 
2-0. They are in action tomorrow. They'll be down. Uh, uh, they'll be at home again, 6 o'clock against number 17, Southern Nazarene. So that'll be at 6 o'clock uh, from the FHSU Soccer Stadium. Then they wrap up their regular season Saturday, a 1 o'clock match in Claremore against Rogers State. Both of those will be on the MIAA uh, network, so you can uh, go to the FHSU Athletic websites for the links to watch those matches. But a men's update, they're now 7-6-2, six, 6-2-2 two, six, two two in the conference. So it's been kind of a struggle, but starting to figure some things out here down the stretch. Kansas Department of Transportation and the Drive to Zero Coalition invite you to join Tiger fans with a plan. If you're going to be drinking, always designate a sober driver. More Tiger talk after the break on the Tiger Sports Network built by PwC. The passions you pursue help shape who you are and make your story brighter. At Golden Belt Bank, we support you because when you live your passions every day, your finest work unfolds. Make today the beginning of another great chapter. This is banking one story at a time. Golden Belt Bank, one story at a time. Visit goldenbeltbank.com. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. The most dependable and respected plumbing and mechanical systems provider in our area for 75 years, the Glassman Corporation. They have a long history of large projects and resolving building problems. They're the experts for commercial and residential heating, AC, plumbing, and geothermal systems, and they specialize in applied chillers and boilers of all types. Glassman has techs on the road all over the region every day. Call Glassman Corporation, 1-800-662-4318. That's 1-800-662-4318 and at glassmancorp.com. The Taco Shop, 333 West 8th Street in Hayes, is ready for you to stop by. And if you're not in the mood to eat out, eat in at your own home by having the Taco Shop deliver. On special this month, the Taco Burger, $249, Taco Supreme, $259, and the Chicken Burrito, $479. Come on down to the Taco Shop. You never had it. You never had it so good. Down to the Taco Shop. Now's the perfect time to knock out some fall projects, and a John Deere compact tractor loader has the muscle you need to get the job done. Head over to BTI John Deere to talk with their expert sales team and learn what's right for you, or visit btiequip.com. They service what they sell, and their team is ready to help you with your to-do list, big and small. BTI, our family in partnership with your family. Back to throw, Brown, he's hit, and he is going to go down! Miles Menchus, Jason Wallace combine on the sack back at the 12-yard line, and that front four is wreaking havoc so far in this first quarter. They are in the backfield again, and the Broncos, after the interception, will go three and out and have to punt. Yeah, more of the action from Saturday against Central Oklahoma. We'll talk more with head coach Chris Brown here shortly, but right now we're talking a little volleyball. Jessica Wood Atkins joins us. Uh, kind of a light week for you. You got a rare weekend off in season. That's almost unheard of. Uh, of course, uh, since we talked to you last, uh, you played Thursday and um, took on Newman. And I know we talked about it. Those are scary matches. You're, you know, you're are. coming off. You're, you're coming off the Washburn win, a ranked opponent, a lot of emotion into that. 
And then you face a winless team that has struggled. And, boy, you see a lot of times teams come out flat and don't take care of business. Um, they made it a little bit interesting. But bottom line, you found a way to, to get the job done, get get the wins. And that's really, at the end of the day, all that really matters. You got the sweep. Yep, that's what matters. It was as ugly as it could be, but that's what matters. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it we were. Um, you could definitely feel the fatigue and kind of coming off of that high with Washburn. And just that three weeks with Tuesday night mm-hmm. games. I mean, it was just we – we were feeling it, um, but it was also senior night. And so uh, some emotions there, and I always remind them, you know, save the sappy stuff for later. Um, right here, we're, we're here to play a match. And so um, we came out strong, uh, but, yeah, our top three point scorers did not score. And so we had to, to shift things up and, you know, say what you want about Newman. They're still a good team. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're the biggest block that, that we see in the conference. And their, their strongest suit is blocking the outside hitters, which is right where we have two of our top point scores. And so they shut us down out there, and we had, to, we had to adjust and went to a 6-2 where we could run the right side a whole lot more, and our right sides are the ones that got the job done. Well, you got the win. You get the sweep. So you're on a two-match win streak now. And uh, uh, four to go. All of them on the road. Mm-hmm. Obviously, some some tough competition. Central Missouri, Missouri Southern next weekend. Add Western and add Northwest uh, this Friday and Saturday. Uh, but your team is, you know, as you said, kind of set yourself up. You've got a chance to still extend the season, do some good things, and hopefully now playing a little bit more consistent at the right time because. These next four matches, obviously, would determine a lot for your squad. Yeah, I mean, it'll make or break whether we make it to the tournament mm-hmm. or not. Um, I know we have to win at least two, but I think our plan is just to win all four. Well, then you know you're going to take care you know, of it. You um, know, that's just what you do. But, uh, yeah, this weekend is actually going to be really tough. Um, well, both the weekends are going to be really tough. But Mo West just dump, jumped into the number four spot. Um, and uh, we played them pretty well the first go-round. Um, so I think it'll be a good pairing, but they're... They've they've shifted things up a little bit, and we'll see if we can match match that. But we play a very similar style game, um, and so it's you know they're also in black and gold. So sometimes <laughs> it looks like you're looking in the mirror, uh, playing each other. You know their right side is a big nasty right side, and we've got a big nasty right side too. And um, you know they run a lot heavy to their pins, which we do as well. And they're a good defensive team, and so are we. I think right now we outlock them. Um, on paper, um, and they kind of out-hit us. And so it'll be a good pairing, I think. want to talk real quick uh, before we, we let you go about recruiting. Uh, you, you had your senior day, obviously, but mm-hmm. I know you've been busy on that and excited about some of the new faces that are becoming in here to the program. Yeah, yeah. I'm not allowed to right. say anything, anything names. yet <laughs> because there's nothing written on the dotted line, but we have seven commits okay. coming in Uh there are uh, two from Colorado, one from Nebraska, and the rest are here from uh, Kansas. And so, yeah, one of the interesting things is three of our four commits from Kansas were all playing in the state tournament last weekend, um, and the assistants made it down there on Friday. And they were all in the same pool, and they all made it to a three-way tie to make it you know, to the finals. And so um, one, of, one of our commits got bumped out in that three-way tie, um, and the other two are state champs and state runner-up. And I think that's important. I mean, you get players who have been a part of winning and successful programs. Mm-hmm. I think there's something to that. 
Oh yeah. I mean, it's the mentality that they bring. They expect to win. You know, there's, there's not a, a doubt in their mind when they step on the court that it's theirs, you know, because that's, that's been their training for years, you know, and, and one of the girls that we have coming in is a four time state champ. Oh. She's been a state champ since her freshman year and she just brings a different mentality, a different fire. Um, and she leads. And so we like that mentality coming in, um, with, with that crew, um, because they're going to have to fill some pretty big shoes. Yeah. You've got some that you're going to be needing to, to replace. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of back to this year's team health wise going into these final two weekends. How you, how you doing? Uh, <laughs> we've Iffy. been out three of our six starters for the last three days. Um, yeah, we, Gracie's had the flu. Emily sprained her ankle on Monday and, uh, Kaya was at the doctor's yesterday. So, uh, we're hoping by tomorrow, <laughs> everybody's back. back up and running. I'm just taking the positive side saying, you know what? Your legs are pretty beat up. So maybe this is some rest that they need. So you can be jumping at your best this <laughs> weekend. Go. Um, but you know, they're all fighters. Even when they're sick, you wouldn't know it. They're, they're telling you that they're fine and they're getting out and getting it done. And, um, we've had to mandate some to rest, um, <laughs> doctor's orders, you know. Um, but I think overall on the whole, everybody's holding up pretty well. That's just, you know, the way it happens. I mean, we, we play September, October, and then two weeks in November. And so you're going to get worn down. You're going to get beat up and you got to figure out a way to get it done despite. All right. Sounds good. Well, it all starts here. This final stretch drive Friday at six in St. Joe against the Missouri Western State Griffins. Coaches, always appreciate your time. Uh, go go get a win on Friday and get this little stretch right off to a good start. Yes, sir. There you go. Thank you. <laughs> That's an order. <laughs> Missouri Western, <laughs> 6 o'clock on Friday, then Saturday afternoon, 3 o'clock in Maryville against Northwest Missouri State, and again, both of those on the MIAA Network. Tiger Talk brought to you in part by the Taco Shop. Whether you order by phone, use their handy app, dine-in, carry-out, or delivery, you've never had it so good. The Taco Shop, they've been a Hayes tradition since 1970. We'll talk football with Chris Brown next. This is the Tiger Sports Network, built by PwC. These are challenging times in healthcare, but you bring out the best in us. Hi, I'm Eddie Herman, President and CEO of HazeMed. As a leader in quality outcomes and patient satisfaction, we're working together with our community hospital partners to strengthen health in Western Kansas. Because we know you deserve great care everywhere. We are all healthcare, and at HazeMed, We are proud to specialize in you. Learn more at hazemed.com. This is Colby Shippers with Gibbs Auto Supply and Hayes. I'm sure you know that if you need an alternator, battery, transmission, or even a new engine, we are your go-to place. Did you know we also have any kind of tool and equipment that you would need? We have portable fans, toolboxes, air compressors, service jacks, engine hoists, welding supplies, power washers, car cleaning, detail supplies, shop brooms, shop vacs, grease guns, socket sets, power drills, drill bits, and even nuts and bolts. So basically, anything you need. Keeping you on the road since, well, forever. That's Gibbs Auto Supply and Hayes. When is the last time you've changed your furnace filter? A clogged or dirty filter restricts airflow and makes your furnace work harder and costs you more money to run it. Good filters cost less than $20 and they last 60 to 90 days. So change your furnace filter soon. Your wallet will thank you and your home will be cleaner and more efficient. A money-saving tip from Midwest Energy, a customer-owned cooperative, making energy work for you. If you haven't heard, land is in demand. Hi, this is Mitch Keeley, your local Whitetail Properties land specialist in central and western Kansas. If you've ever considered selling your farm, ranch, or hunting land, now is the time to give us a call. I would love to talk with you about why landowners trust us to uniquely market and sell their land quickly for the best price possible. 
you're interested in buying or selling land, give me a call 785-259-0492 or visit whitetailproperties.com. And back to pass. It's going to be caught by Trevor Watts. First down, he breaks the tackle. 30, 25, 20, 15, 10, 5. It's a touchdown. Touchdown, Fort Hayes State. Trevor Watts, 46 yards on fourth and one. It's 16 to nothing, Tigers. Now, one of the big plays Saturday against Central Oklahoma. Tigers come out with a 34 to nothing win. They've won five in a row, tied for third place in the MIAA. Welcome back to Tiger Talk, brought to you in part by the Hayes Med Orthopedic Institute, the most comprehensive orthopedic care in western Kansas. Learn more at HayesMed.com backslash orthopedics. We're joined now by head coach Chris Brown. Let's go ahead and start with that play. That was a weird sequence. Uh, it was fourth and one. Uh, you you kind of act like you might fake it. You force Central Oklahoma to call a timeout. You go back and then you call a timeout. Then ultimately you go for it and, and get a touchdown out of the play. Was that some gamesmanship or what was going on there? <laughs> well, I thought it was until I actually uh, watched the film. Um, they had 12 guys on the field. So, of course, they <laughs> so called timeout. that's what they called timeout. Yeah, yeah, so they called timeout for that. And so then we tried to do it again and, uh, you know, try to get him to jump offside. So then we called timeout. And I just said, Coach Bryant, you got to play. And he goes, yep, let's go. And sure enough, he, he dialed up the right play. And, you know, a lot of those situations, you know, those Guys go out of bounds, but Watts stayed on the sideline, took a few hits, and got into the end zone. So it's, that's kind of how that all played out. It was they had too many guys on the field. I thought I was, being, you thought you, yeah, I thought I had some. So it was gamesmanship on your part, yep, survival yep. on there. And it's good to see Trevor find the end zone. I mean, he's been a, just a rugged, tough receiver all year for you, but he, he hasn't been able to get to the end zone. But it's nice to see him find the find the the end zone on that on that play. And it really is. You know, he's been talking about it all year. He's like, I just can't find the end zone. I just can't quite get there. And finally, to see him get in there and the smile on his face and the excitement and joy is awesome because his brother, you know, Shane's been there quite a few times, and uh, I'm sure there's a little bit of talk back you and forth. Think forward, maybe they yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I've scored a few more points than you have. So. <laughs> But it was good to see Trevor get in there. He's a great kid. He works hard, and it's great. I'm glad he's on our team. I'm sure Shane's like, hey, I've been on offense one year, and I've already like tripled your touchdown count. Um, nice win, 34 nothing. And we talked last week. Just, I mean, they, they they were four and four, but a good team. And then Stephon Brown was back from the injury, and he obviously gives them a dynamic uh, that 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 they hadn't had with him gone with Hurl at quarterback. But looked like your guys adjusted well, and I really thought your especially on defense. We heard the highlight earlier of a sack. The, the front four really established themselves and have for most of the season, but I thought they played really well on Saturday, really the whole defense. Yeah, and that's where it all starts. You know, it's up front with those guys and, and the things that they're doing. I mean, they're, they're, they're playing the, one, the run well. Um, they're playing the pass and gets pressure on the quarterback, getting some sacks, you know, and uh, making those quarterbacks uncomfortable. And, you know, our secondary and linebackers are doing a good job of, you know, not giving up big plays, even though did we give up one big play in that game, and I uh, wish we could take that back. Mm-hmm. But it's just, you know, a little fake screen and go and then they got us on it so uh, it's just our guys got to just be alert for those situations and see things happen in front of them but you know all along, I thought our defense played really well what was nice about this game it didn't feel like it had the roller coaster ride which we've seen really the last two or three weeks good first quarter bad second good third bad fourth you guys are pretty obviously you put a shutout but uh, just didn't have that drop off on Saturday and it was not a nice day and it probably helped being the home team and having the early lead in cold conditions but your guys were, were pretty consistent throughout the afternoon they were you know the weather didn't really you know affect our guys at all I mean they 
heck, they was out there before pregame with their shirts off walking around. And I told some of them they probably need to keep their shirts on because they're not quite have the physique to <laughs> be walking around out there. Today. Yeah, so uh, but it didn't. You know, we played well. And then, you know, sudden change, things happened. And defensively, we, we kept them in check and, and didn't let them score, get first downs even, and, and, and made them punt. But, you know, we had the two turnovers. And that's really, you know, the big thing in that game that, you know, Jack's just trying to make plays. One, you know, Ryan Allen's so wide open, you don't want to miss that throw. And he just kind of baby it in there instead of putting it on the, putting it on the line and getting it to him. And then the other one, I mean, it's, it's going to be a touchdown. His hand just gets hit and, and the ball, you know, fluff, flies around. They pick it off. So, but our guys did a good job. You know, there's adversity in that game um, that they fought through. And, uh, you know, as long as they continue, continue to do those things, you know, great things are going to happen for us. You got three takeaways. I know that's something you've been looking for, three interceptions in the second half. And you got off to that great start in that category. Then kind of the middle of the season, you hadn't had a lot, but it was good to see three interceptions in the second half to, to not let them get back in it, but also help preserve that shutout. Yeah, it was. And it's, you know, those are things we talk about all the time is turnovers, turnovers, and turnovers. And we've really been hounded on that in practice. And, you know, there's opportunities in practice to get those turnovers as well. And we just hadn't capitalized in practice. So you don't capitalize in the game. So uh, the last few weeks, they, they've really been, you know, focused in on that and, and getting the turnovers in practice as well. So, uh, now we need three, four, five. I'll take six a game. Yeah, but that's, you know, we need to score on one of those as well. Shane Watts, another 100-yard rushing day, 106 on 18 carries. I thought all three of your backs ran well. Travis Dixon had his best game, eight carries for 86. And then Jaquan Tillis had nine for 31 and a touchdown. Uh, good to see all three of them running well. And, again, that offensive line, we're kind of seeing them grow up each and every week, and they played well again. And that's where it starts, you know, up front again. You know, we gotta we got to get a good push and get to the second level and, you know, get off those double teams and then block some linebackers and then, your running back's got to be patient enough to see the hole. Um, there's a few times that nothing was there, and, uh, you know, they still plunged forward for a positive yardage or even, you know, got a lot, like Shane got a long run on something that wasn't even there, and he just found a way to bounce it outside and get 20, 30 yards. But, you know, they are playing well. They are seeing things pretty well. Um, and, uh, you know, they're doing a good job in the pass protection too as well as picking up, you know, blitzers and things like that. So, yeah, they're improving each week. Our line's proving each week, and uh, hopefully this is the week we really put it all together. Well, it's an exciting time, and we're obviously going to talk about Central uh, Missouri here in just a little bit. But uh, for this team to, to now have won five in a row, tied for third, to put themselves in the situation going into the final two weeks of the regular season, you know, maybe early on didn't know if they could be here, but this team has found ways to win football games, and here they are, two weeks left, and everything to play for yeah it is um i love coaching this group of young men um they they practice hard and they do things right um they're in the weight room constantly you know they're always in the film room you know and you just see guys you know stacked around each other just preparing for football games and and, and hopefully they're doing the same thing in the classroom but uh you know these these games that they're doing right now the way they're preparing for these games and getting ready is tremendous um we have great practices i mean yesterday we had a really really good practice and uh i'm expecting that same thing today and then on thursday as well but uh you know, there's just a great group of guys. They got there's a great accountability, there's great leadership, and there's great discipline. And uh, you know, you got those three things. You know, great things happen. Tiger Talk brought to you today by BTI. They're your John Deere dealer locations in Buckland, Great Bend, Greensburg, Hoxie, Nest City, and Pratt. BTI, our family in partnership with your family. We'll take our final break. We'll come back and preview a big one on Saturday. Big day in the MIAA. The top four teams all playing one another, including Fort Hayes State in Warrensburg against the 11th-ranked Mules of Central Missouri. We'll preview it next. You're listening to Tiger Talk on the Tiger Sports Network, built by PwC. These are challenging times in healthcare. 
but you bring out the best in us. Hi, I'm Eddie Herman, President and CEO of HazeMed. As a leader in quality outcomes and patient satisfaction, we're working together with our community hospital partners to strengthen health in Western Kansas. Because we know you deserve great care everywhere. We are all healthcare. And at HazeMed, we are proud to specialize in you. Learn more at HazeMed.com. Broomgard Hauer CPAs in Hazen Garden City has developed a deep trust with our clients over the years, and we are very appreciative of their continued patronage. Sometimes clients just need someone they can trust, someone they are always comfortable contacting for good advice on tax, accounting, and business issues. If you haven't found your trusted advisor yet, it's time to meet Broomgard Hauer. Broomgard Hauer CPAs. We can help. We do that. The Taco Shop, 333 West 8th Street in Hayes, is ready for you to stop by. And if you're not in the mood to eat out, eat in at your own home by having the Taco Shop deliver. On special this month, the Taco Burger, $249, Taco Supreme, $259, and the Chicken Burrito, $479. Come on down to the Taco Shop. You never had it. You never had it so good. The Taco Shop. Champions know that success starts with hard work and support from the right team. My friends at Nextech are proud to be a part of that team, whether you need technology at home, at work, or in the field. From reliable fiber internet and TV now for your home to time-saving IT and security solutions for your business, Nextech is ready to help you win. Visit next-tech.com today to learn how to make Nextech part of your championship team. Dawson to throw near sideline for Horace, and it's bobbled. He brings it in. Touchdown, Ford Hayes State. Jaden Horace with great concentration caught the pass after it was deflected by Amonte Davis in the end zone. Second touchdown catch for Horace today. It's 26 to nothing. That's become a pretty good combination, Dawson to uh, Horace. His third multi-touchdown game this year as a receiver. I think I went back and looked. Uh, there's only been a couple of others. Harley Hazlett, Keaton Callens, and O.J. Murdoch since 2010 have had three games with multi-touchdowns. And uh, we've got the, the sports information staff trying to track down if anyone's done it four times or more in a season. But uh, he's been obviously a big impact and has helped with this offense. And uh, uh, you, you've got a lot of weapons at the receiving core. And we talked about um, uh, some of them earlier. But uh, the, the, that combination from Dawson to Horace has been fun to watch. It is. I mean, Horace is a tremendous athlete. Uh, like I've said before many times, I mean, kid just – he comes to practice. Mm-hmm. He comes to practice. I mean, it's not going to go out there and just kind of go through the motions. I mean, this kid really works, and, uh, you know, we do one-on-ones, you know, with our, our defensive backs every day, and he's he's going to compete and going to win. And he just run, runs great routes um, in and out of his breaks really well, sells things really well as well. But the kid has tremendous hands, uh, tremendous body control, and uh, when that ball's in the air, it's his, <laughs> and he's going to make sure he gets it. All right, big game, big week. You look at the MIAA, the top four teams all play one another. Pitt State's going to be at Missouri Western. You're tied with Missouri Western. You're going to be in Warrensburg against Central Missouri. Kind of a shake-up Saturday type of day. And, uh, boy, you look at the Mules, their only loss by one to Pitt State. They opted to go for a two-point conversion late, and that was early in the year. And they seem to just have gotten better and better and better. 
Uh, they scored 77 against Emporia State a few weeks ago. Um, how do you go about attacking these guys? I mean, it's almost like video game football with, uh, with them. Just defensively, you just don't get too complicated. Um, I think a lot of guys try to get too, do too much, and uh, your kids get confused, and they don't know where to be as, I mean, as fast as they you know, get to the line of scrimmage. And I think they have like 80-something snaps a game, yeah. maybe, maybe more than that. Uh, but it's preparing them for that quick tempo. And, uh, you know, right now with practice, we start practice with, you know, three different groups of young men, and we just run plays at them as fast as we possibly can for about 10 minutes just to kind of see how our kids react and, and stress our kids a little bit and uh, see how they handle it. And uh, yesterday they did a pretty darn good job with it. And uh, But that's the tempo they're going to play with, so we got to be ready for it. And uh, they'll be able to make some adjustments with, with our defense that we have on the field as well and then hopefully get some pressure on the quarterback and, uh, you know, don't give up the big, don't give up the big one. Yeah, That's the thing. And you look, you watch them, and I haven't watched all their games, but the few I've watched, I mean, it's almost like they 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 flood you with receivers. They're all very talented. They run tempo, and and they, they don't really give you a chance to kind of get set, catch your breath, and they just and then eventually you make a mistake or they hit a big play, or if you do well, like in poor, you cover the deep stuff. They just they they run that stuff underneath, and those little five yard passes become 15, 20 yard plays. Yeah, we just got to be disciplined, you know, in our drops this week, and, and know where we're supposed to be, and and, and running all those routes at them. So our you know it's our linebackers and you know our down safeties are able to see those crossing routes and hopefully you know keep them in check and, and and maybe get some big hits on those as well and then our you know safeties and corners got to stay back and, and not give up the big play so it's just making sure we show them every route that we possibly can every route combo that we can possibly give them just to make sure that they're prepared and ready and uh, it's assignment fo- football do your job do your assignment and, and be where you're supposed to be and and don't give up the big play and make them earn everything do, do need to remind you, four-day state football inviting you to join Tiger fans with a plan. If you're going to be drinking, always designate a sober driver. Um, they also, I think when Bradley gets lost in this, they are plus nine in turnover margin and have had a wide disparity of outscoring their opponents in points off turnovers. They're very opportunistic. They lead the conference in, in interceptions. Uh, it seems like a game, and yeah, the pressure's on the defense and all the numbers that Central Missouri puts up, but the offense can go a long ways in helping that defense. If they can sustain some drives and obviously get a chance to score, you need to find a way to get seven instead of three. Yeah, this is going to be a total group effort, offense, defense, and uh, you know it's going to be a little bit different defense than what we're used to facing with a lot of man coverage and three-man front, but it's going to be a take a team effort to to win this ball game um special teams got to do well as well but it's each other helping each other out and uh, you'll find a way to win this ball game should be a lot of fun week 10 big game in the miwa the tigers and the mules with a lot riding on the line coaches always we appreciate your time go get them looking forward to the game on saturday afternoon in warrensburg thanks gerard there you go that's head coach chris brown that'll be a one o'clock kick our coverage with the tiger tailgate show presented by auto world used cars at noon again as always Tune in app. You can sync up the uh, radio with the TV broadcast from the MIAA network and listen to the radio call. Tiger Talk brought to you by the Hayes Med Orthopedic Institute, Golden Bell Bank of Hayes and Ellis, BTI, and the Taco Shop. We'll talk to you later this evening from Lawrence. That's going to wrap it up for Tiger Talk on the Tiger Sports Network, built by PWC.